Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your hosts, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Al says, I'm doing it. Here we are. We're live. It's welcome to Inside the Firm. Yeah. <laughs> because I remember you used to yell at me for intros, and then you did it for like a month and then decided. Well, I kind of like when I, and now I'm just defaulting to, how's it going, Lance? It's going pretty good. It's going good. We should ask all of you, how well. are you doing? How are you doing? Um, speaking of how I'm doing, I'm going to, and we'll talk about this later, but the International Builders Conference, uh, it's in like 11 days, January 20th to the 23rd around there in Vegas. So if you're going there and you see me, give me a high five. I give them out generously free and, and I give them and they're great high fives, but no else who else you can high five there. Who else? Dell go up and randomly, they are unaware of this. Stick up your hand and see if you can get a high five from the Dell booth. Go check them out. If you're thinking about buying a computer, we've used Dell computers for 10 years and it's been absolutely great. If you visit dell.com forward slash inside the firm, you get special discounts because we are partners. So it's more discounts on top of what you'd normally get because you're cool because you listen to this podcast. So anybody, I don't even care if you're a hater. If you listen to this podcast, you are cool. There you go. There you go. So that's what I got. Al, you know what the last thing that you want to do is? Oh, I got a lot of things. Well, I'm just, I'm just going to flat out tell you. That was a rhetorical question. The last thing you want to do is spend a long day in the office wrestling with your broken files and archaic websites. ArcCat can help you save time by putting all the building products you need into one powerful search engine. ArcCat.com isn't just a list of products. However, they also host the product's technical data like BIM and CAD files for you to download and use in your project. To top it off, it's free to use as much as you want. You don't even need to register. So, stop watching the sun go down in the office, trying to find your information, and start building better content today with ArcCat.com. That's ArcCat, A-R-C-A-T, ArcCat.com. Cool. Well... As I previewed, foreshadowed, if you are the literary, uh, illiterate, or literate, not illiterate. If you are the literary type. Yeah, but literary, literate. That's an alliteration there. Wow, that's an alliteration. (laughs) Um, IBS, International Builders Show. Lance, you went, I think the last big conference you went to was... AIA, baby. And that happened to be in Vegas, too. Vegas, it's just and, a place and, to be. But it was at the, the conference center, which I haven't been yeah, to. Yeah, the Vegas conference center. How, do you know how many people went to, to the, the AIA? AIA? Thousands. Yeah. yeah. A lot. There's yeah. a lot of people. Because I thought when I went to the Autodesk show, I thought 12,000 was, was overwhelming. Um, and this is going to have 63,000. So it's going to be myself, Jason. Um, there's going to be some cool press conferences that we're going to go to. We're going to find some really neat uh, stuff that's going on, let you guys know, hopefully have some interviews for you, uh, check out the cool technology, new building practices, uh, report on the state of the industry. Um, so we're looking forward to all, all that and, and, and the whole experience. Again, um, it, it, I, I was joking, but if you do see me, come say hi. If you don't know what I look like, go to Inside the Firm. No, no, go to uh, uh, f9productions.com. 
and go to about. You'll see. Yep. I'm Alex Gore. You'll see Al Gore. Yep. And then he and looks then, like Al. He looks like Al Gore. The Al Gore, not that <laughs> imposter in Washington. Yep. Um, so cool. that that's that's what I'm that's what I'm doing. I look forward to it. Should be fun. He does look forward to it. So we started something really exciting at the firm that I wanted to talk about this week um, with all of you and Al, obviously. And that is, I took an employee out. He is um, a, a, one of our. Go- he's a. He's just a go getter. Um, he this this young man wants to go out there and, and move on up, and we're happy to give that opportunity if people want to take it at the firm. And so I took him out to some sales meetings, and it was two of them. Uh, we went to the first one we went to was a was a just an interior remodel, and then the second one was a tenant finish for a new nail salon, and uh, it was great because it kicked me in the butt to do two different things. And the first thing was we talked about at one point this spreadsheet that Alex had put together at F9 um, as we're trying to trying to structure the firm now that we have seasoned employees and we're in a new office and hopefully you know we have people that want to stick around long term and keep moving up into different positions and it's it's called F9 development and so at the end of it what I put in is I put in a sales category so basically there's there's let's see one two three four five eight eight different types of sales that uh, of our basic typologies that we go through and so we have all of our employees there and one of them that we go through and they so they have to we were sort of making it up as we go um but that the idea is they need to go to a sales meeting for each of these typologies before we release a sales cheat sheet to them um and so the interior remodel there's an interior remodel small edition large edition adu new house tenant finish small commercial building and then a multifamily project or multi, all I'm, I mean, Alex is doing one right now where it's multi plus there's commercial space at the bottom use, too. Yeah. Mixed use, that's what I'm looking for, yeah. So a big one, right? And those ones are those are a little bit more rare. But the idea is, my idea is that if they, if they shadow on all eight of those and that at least, and then it's time to turn them loose and start getting them into the sales pipeline, and so I've been wanting, so I wanted, so there was, that was one thing that I did, but the, the other thing that I've been, before let's, let's pause there. Yeah. Um, because I'm, where is this at? This is under F9 development, right? Mm-hmm. So you have, you have the eight of them, right? Yep. And, and this basically means that attend, but I, I would almost like, maybe it's a, a different darker green because once you do it, you fill in the blocks, it's green. And maybe it's after three of them or four of them, depending on how it goes. You can say, okay, this next one, maybe it's a repeat <laughs> of one. Maybe it's a repeat of a small edition. You're going to be in the lead and I'm going to be support. Because remember for a couple of years, me and you would go to all the sales meetings together, together, right? So then, then it's not, you go to all of these and then you're out on your own and you can't give feedback or, or things like that. You're literally watching helping out filling in and then you can say like oh do you see where there's a sticking point and either i addressed it or this is how you can address it in the future right so there's almost two levels of it like going to it and then participating because when you go to the the first couple um you know they can chime in but they shouldn't have any expectations to to say anything or lead or anything like that but would it change your mind if i said that one of the things that i've been doing with each so for each of those projects is i've been copying Mr. Gresh on the emails and then giving some feedback about, I sat down with him on what the next day and said, here's, and this is what, this will kind of lead into the next, next part of the segment. 
and that's going through this cheat sheet, not in detail, but in in, gener- in a generality. And I said, did you like? I just I laid out some basic strategies and outlines of like how you enter a meeting, yep. and uh, and the sort and the sort of things you should do. Um, I'm comfortable. I I get it. You want it to be like a double ed double job shadowy. That's a lot of work. I mean, that's a lot. That's what do you mean? Double. You want it to be like double time two x shadowing. No, no. I I actually think eight is, is too much. I could almost see you doing four of them. And then on the fifth one, whether it's in the same category or a new category, like let's say they did small edition, large edition, a new house, and then this one's an interior remodel. Well, and, about- and, and, and you're com- you know, you feel comfortable with that person. It might be four for someone. It might be three. It might be six. Say, okay, this one, I'm going to let you take the lead and, and I'll be there for support and, and chime in if you stutter or take over or, you know, like it's not working I out. I think that's a good idea, but yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yep. And maybe, and maybe it's. Maybe we get through the first four interior remodel, small edition, large edition, ADU, and then we get to, and then and then it would be cool if like, oh, look, we got another inquiry for an interior remodel. Um, let's go. And yeah. you're you're, I'm just gonna pretend like you're the boss. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I think that's great. Yeah. So th- so that's what we're trying, and because the more there's only so many sales meetings that Alex and I can take, especially when we start teaching at CU, and then. The idea is the idea is that you just keep multiplying. I mean, if there's another person out there getting business, because what I would like to do is the way we advertise is there's a, there's it just opens up a whole new opportunity for other people for us to advertise in different markets that are maybe closer to where where Alex lives, the other Alex, and then also um, me even. I mean, I could I could maybe take something off my radar and then I could move further north and we could finally hit the Fort Collins market, you know, that we never have. So anyway, so that so that leads me to so then I started putting together this match master cheat sheet. And Alex and I, when we first started doing sales, we had a little cheat sheet for ourselves. And like he's like he was saying is that we had, uh, we would we would kind of shadow each other and just keep we do these sales meetings together. But <laughs> when I started going through this, I basically laid out and I won't go into detail, but five major steps um, that I wanted to bring up today. Was it five? Nope, four. I'm sorry. There's four major steps that I think for, for us in our industry that, that, should be, that should be handled. Number one was break the ice by finding common ground and taking yourself from stranger to someone relatable. So I, then, I, then I went through and I gave three examples. And I literally like wrote a little story for each of them, right? And I, it was one example was... And, and don't go into that. Go over the four million points and then come back and go yeah, deeper. Yeah, yeah. What's the second? The second one, one is lead. Uh, let them lead. And you listen. So again, break that ice. Make them make it so you're not a stranger anymore. Find some relatable. Then after that, let them lead and you listen. Third, after you're done with letting them lead and you listen, now it's your turn and the tour, tour is over. And then the fourth one is proposal presentation, conclusion, and expectations. And, and, and why I stopped you and why I think that's so important is because not only did I read this, not only did I read this and add some stuff. Yeah. Until you said, oh, I broke it into these four things. Like, I obviously read it. I was like, oh, there is. Yeah, there is these four kind of steps. Yep. So just like a book has an index, I, and I'm doing it. Well, I can do it later because we probably have it open at the same time. Like, we should have, here are the four major steps. And then, so basically have an index. I'm, I'm showing Lance, have the four listed here. And then just have the oh, same I stuff. See, I'm not yeah. changing anything. Just so they get a Basi- broad picture. First. What he's trying to explain is that, so we have this Word document up and like, 
it's all very detailed and it's hard to see the index, but I think putting an index at the front is, is smart. Right, Just I, even if it's on one page document. I can't see the other ones because there's so much in between. Yeah, yeah, maybe they could be. It's, it's like doing the, the big branches first. Yeah. Then we'll get into the little branches. Yeah. Perfect. So, and then I'll just dive a little bit deeper into each, each of the steps. So going back to break the ice. So I gave an example and one of them, and, and these are literally like, I, I found myself, man, I, it felt like a super creative two hours in the morning. It, this was between um, 5.30, uh, about, si- about 6 and 8 is when, when I wrote this, wrote this up. And it was literally like consciousness. It's like when you start writing and you're just in the zone. Yes. Oh, man, it was just this perfect flow of information yeah. from my brain all the way down to my fingertips and into the computer. It was awesome. Do example C. And so, so, so example, so I, so when I was doing that, three, there was just like all of these, I was playing out in my head, all of these different past sales meetings that I could think of in these examples. So I gave, came up with these examples, right? Of how to break the, break the ice. So example three, I'll read to you. Hello, my name is Lance. Pleasure to meet you. And then, and then kids crying and begging for parents in the background is sort of this. And then, and then I, and then I say, cute kids. I have nephews their age. Uh, they do the same thing when anyone shows up at my uncle's house, so I'm used to it. And I put myself in the in the our employees' positions because they don't have children yet. But because if I was saying if it was that, I'd be like, oh, don't worry about it. I got four. And I can't tell you how often that that means. Oh, it, 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 gotcha. That's yes. Why, that's why I did it because I'm like, I don't know how many times I've been in a sales meeting, and the fact that I have 90 billion children. Not, yep how much more relatable it makes me to that person. I, I thought this was, you were talking about, you came out of my house and Atlas is shy, you know, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, so anyways, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, sure. and I think that when you relate that, when we relate that to the people is to tell them like, Hey, think about how, how these scenarios relate to your life. And maybe, and maybe it might be cool is like what's another scenario or pop them with another scenario like you walk in the house and you see a boat hey my uncle was in the navy that's what i would that exactly yep my uncle was in the navy Our, my grandpa or, was in the navy yep yep, yep. And anything i come from minnesota i've used minnesota so many times when they're on the lake minnesota they're like oh i love lakes it's like <laughs> place of lakes i miss them colorado yeah. doesn't have lakes yeah. i'm out so th- <laughs> so then the second part was <laughs> let them lead and you listen and that's where you, 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 you're, you're already broken, broken the situation down to, I'm a familiar person. Hey, you know, trust me at a certain level. Then it's uh, let them lead and you listen, especially if I think it's a homeowner, even a business owner. And let's say the business owner, uh, like for instance, one of our most recent um, business owner clients, they had, they had been looking at this property for months and months and months. They already walked it with a million people. They, they kind of knew generally what they wanted to do. Plus, I could just tell this person was a go-getter. And so that, that point, this point is you, you just tell them that, Hey, I'm here to listen to what your needs are. And I, and I generally trust your gut intuitions with what you want to do with your property. And then you can even give them a preface into the third point, which is now it's your turn and the tour is over and, and let them know that, Hey, don't worry. Once you, once you're done with your, get, tell them, show me what you want to do. I'm, I will have questions. I always do. And I'm happy to give you some input. Or, or feedback or whatever. So, and they do get tired of talking. I mean, that, that's what the beautiful thing about it is like, you're sort of, you're letting them get it all out. You're taking it all in. You're starting to bridge the trust even more because they see you listening. They see you taking the notes. Maybe you do have a few questions while they're doing that. And then 
they kind of wear themselves out to the point where, okay, now it's, now it's, oh, okay, now, 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 it's, now it's my turn to ask any other additional questions that maybe I've been jotting down aside, beside my notes, and then my standard set of, of questions, right? And then that's what, then I, then I actually laid those out in this point. And this is where the original idea started from, was Alex and I had these just general questions that we would ask people. Um, for instance, like, have you ever worked with an architect before? Do you have a surveyor? Do you ever work with an engineer? And then there's some other ones that are sort of like, stuff that we like to ask that's a little bit more, I don't know, F9-like. Um, and then, you know, you get through those. So all of a sudden, by this point, right, you've heard everything they want to do. And, and you've gleaned any extra information you need to know. And then it's finally to the point of, okay, great. Then we pull out our mock proposal and start walking them through the process. Even if they've been, even if they work with another architect, and I think this is important because, again, it breaks that breaks the whole situation down again to where like, oh, I feel like I'm getting a custom level of service at this point um, from this architect. They understand me and where I'm coming from, right? Walk them through that proposal. And what it ends up being is I tell them it's, I'm priming you for what you're going to receive within the next 24 hours from us. So it's not a shock. Everything is where I'm familiar with them. They're familiar with me. They're primed and ready to see. So I think it even helps. I'm just guessing. <coughs> Wonder if it helps with the sticker shock. I'm not saying we're expensive, but everybody, nobody knows what these things cost. Like there's no metric. I think the graphics are great. I think having graphics to it are awesome. Um, and then also familiarity. It, it, it's just with like, y you know this about um, not only politics, but just uh, propaganda. Like you say something over and over again, even if it's untrue, then people just, just believe it, right? So it, it's showing them, it's getting one more step of familiarity, one more step of, of comfort, one more step of them knowing something. Like, oh yeah, I've seen this before. Them knowing now, something. Now I, only, I just only need to focus on the numbers. Instead yep. of, the, then they get another one proposal that they've never seen before and they got to digest all that information. I hope it's an AIA once. contract. I'm just going to say that. I don't yeah. even care. I hope it's an AIA contract that they give like, to a competitor and it's scary to them. And not explain to them yep. whatsoever. Um, so that, that's why I think it hopefully works so well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So good stuff. So we'll keep you tuned. I'm, I'm, I would love to <coughs> hopefully revisit this in, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks um, or even next week if, well, it's going to take a while. I think we need to make a rule. Like you need to complete... 50% of, you need to have at least four of the eight. Yes. Then the cheat sheet. Then I, I quote unquote, watch you being there for support. Yeah. So I would love to give some feedback. Well, just kind of peel back the onion again for everybody who's listening that, um, how that works out. Because I think, I think this is something that people are afraid to do. Um, I know that because, and I know it, I know it's, I know it's for a fact is because, I asked this. I actually posted in the Entree Architect community about this. I said I was excited because I was like, "Hey, has anybody else ever done that?" And they said, a lot of people. Their response was, "No, I just had to figure it out on my own." And then some other ones were, "Yeah, but it was only because it was like accidental." And I, but I was grateful for it at the end that somebody else would kind of walk me through how to do all this stuff. Our idea is, it's it's not it's it. We're empowering people so that they're loyal to the brand. And they feel like an owner. I mean, yep. and, and we want them to be at some point. Yep. Well, it's, it's sort of like a, a term sheet. 
that you get with a bank or you get with venture capitalists is that initially they go, hey, hey, you essentially agree to these terms. And then there might be this huge, long legal nonsense. And then you're like, okay, but I know that what's in there is these terms plus some mumbo jumbo. So you feel more comfortable. Correct. Yep. yep. Um, let's talk about... Is, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm going to keep you posted. So we're planning on growing. Um, if we don't grow hire someone now hopefully we should this year and and lance and i are going to do something different and we want your listeners thoughts we're we are going to do a personality test and shout out to josh kunkel uh kunkel who who gave me this idea if you haven't if you've missed his episode josh josh was on the i believe it was last week's episode of uh this week's episode i'm sorry yep monday morning coffee so check it out and 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 there's a lot of reasons for it so that you can see who they are you can relate them with who's in your staff, and then you can see how your whole staff is. So I took one, um, and I kind of want to talk to you about it, Lance. Uh, pull up that email that I sent you. Yeah, I haven't and looked at it because I was laying tile this morning. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, pull Personality up test. There we go. I go got or it. The behavioral report, and then if anyone else, I'll tell everyone what this is. It's called the pers- predictive index. And Lance, here's how it worked out. It literally took me le- probably five minutes. That's what I was just gonna ask you how long it take you. Yeah. So <clears throat> it said individualist. Yeah. He is. Hey, we got to have adjustable desks. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Earl Parson. So, so <laughs> it, it would ask you, Lance, what do other people expect out of you? And there's about a hundred different terms and you pick what people. Just words. Yep. Words. Then the next page is what are you actually think you're good at? Mm. And then it's, then you go, you go, holy shit. Maybe some of those don't match. And then it gives you this predictive index and Lance scroll past the first page. Okay. And it breaks down into about four or five different categories. Like your, yeah, strongest, okay, strongest behavior. Is that the one you're talking about? Yep. Strongest yep. behavior. Then there's a summary, management style, selling yep. style. Interesting. So, so just what we were talking about, management style and selling style, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, did and, you and, think it was a spot on? I haven't, or do you not want to taint the water? Because one of his questions, Alex, Alex sent this to me and he goes, uh, let me know if you think it matches who I am. Uh, yep, and and I want I'm not gonna give Lance good. Any don't don't tell me because I want to know. Yep, I'm gonna give you the honest truth. Yep, um, he, but I'll just read like okay under strongest behaviors. One says casual with rules, focused on <laughs> the goal, <laughs> focused on the goal and yeah. how, how to get there, willing to bend the rules, delegates, implementing details. Sounds like Al. That actually sounds like just like Al. Yep, bends the rules. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So there's. Uh, and where did you find this one? So this is called this is called everyone can check it out the predictive index free. Um, but but go ahead, Lance. Honestly, read through that that second page. Yeah. Um, just so you can see, like, okay, if we're deciding, like, did this describe Al, who you've known? We now figured you, you out. You just you, gonna for keep talking years. while I do it? Sure. I want to there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then, uh, I I won't read any of that, but I'll go on to the, to the next segment while while Lance is reading through that. But that's what we're thinking about doing in our firm. If you have any experience in some ones that you really like, email them to akg at f nine productions dot com, um, and we'll take a look at them. So uh, also, I just wanted to let you guys know that there is a uh, our podcast got put on Archie News, um, and. I, they just let me know, and then I wanted to see what Archie News was. It's actually Arc, Arc, not Archie, ArcNews.io. So www.arcnews.io. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. It has resources. Uh, it's their one-stop web st- stop web one. That's what they said. One-stop web 
website page for the latest tools, resources for architects. Uh, you can browse through. So they have a, a curated list of courses, blogs, podcasts, museums, and more that allow you to stay on top of the industry trends. So go check out Archie News um, and their resources at archnews.io. I keep saying Archie. Almost, yeah. Can, can, so, I, can I jump in now? Yeah. Almost spot on. I mean, obviously, it's not gonna. It, it's as close as it could probably get. Yeah. To who who you are. This is the, one of the most funny ones. Okay. Good. Prefers to delegate delegate work. Uh, prefers to delegate such work to other people whenever possible. Yeah. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the the previous sentence, I should put it in context. Being more conceptual than detail oriented, Alexander is fairly casual in working with details which are not vital to the job. Al's always been a 40,000 foot perspective guy, which is great, yeah. which is super great and prefers the, to delegate the work. And I'm, I, I wonder if mine will come out the opposite because I actually, I, I don't know. I, that's the thing is like these big picture things. I don't like the big picture stuff. I like, the, I like details. I like yeah. details and getting down to it. Even though I'm not like doing drafting stuff, there's other details that I'll do. For instance, like, uh, I put together, I, I redid our proposals a little bit to just update them. We, we've adjusted our fees yep. and I made them more, more, more detailed to specific projects. So I think that's maybe a good example. And, and that's, it, it's like your uh, superpower is also your flaw too, right? But I like some of this, like there was one of them right here, steadfast persistence and assertive in pursuing goals, has a high tolerance for risk and is undaunted by failure and is stimulated by experimenting with outside the box solutions. Like we're sitting in it. <laughs> so that i was like yeah yeah if if i decide to do something i have a high tolerance for risk and i'm not daunted by failure insane tolerance yeah yeah <laughs> i know so i'll be interested to see yours and then then the other people and then sorry sorry the second attachment what is that um, the person report is this different so this is more just explaining like there's probably five or six different people. So I'm called an individualist, which is highly independent and persistent while remaining results oriented. Yeah. Lance will probably be like an a-hole. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> Handsome so, a-hole. <laughs> so then then this is where we'll see like, okay, maybe there's two individualists. Maybe there's two a-holes in the firm. Maybe there's two. <laughs> I don't even know what all these terms are going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let's, let's go all the way back to why we're doing this then. What is the idea, Al? The idea then is like, Hey, um, who wants to come up with the concept for this new thing and who wants to get the job done and do the details? Well, Al's an individualist and this other guy is an, I'm just using a-hole as a joke. Well, give that task to that person, that task to that person. Done. Yes, yes, yes. So that, that is, so that's the, exactly, it's a, it's sort of identifying our firm in a different, like just making sure we know we're tasking asking people with the right things. And it's, after I heard Josh talk about this when I had him on the podcast, I was like, wow, I feel like an idiot that we haven't done this yet. It seems like such a no-brainer. So if any, so people who are listening who haven't hired people yet, do this. Yep. I think it makes this should be part of your hiring process. Because here's the pitfall. Because you, I bet you there'll be one person where we'll go, oh, we didn't know that that's that type of person. It's hard on that first. After you, there's only so many things you can get out of that first interview yep and then second what if you realize like what if they all came back as individualists is that you, the kind of firm you want to build i don't think so yeah then you'll be like oh maybe we're missing out on exactly. maybe that's why we can't deal with this type of that is this and that is the second reason why is because we want to flush out the firm to be as diversified as possible 
as at, since we've got to this threshold of we're in our own building, we're a decade That's solving old. Solving task. Yeah, we takes exactly. Yeah, exactly. We're in our own building. We we've uh, we've kind of hit this sort of good, not a stopping point, but a kind of a here's where we're at in 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 profession, the professional world. We're it's ten t- years old. It's ten years old. That's like a milestone. That's what I'm looking for. We've hit this milestone where I think okay, if we're really going to expand again one more time from seven to potentially eventually 12. 12 then i think those last five people got to make sure we have a the solid dozen right yeah we got to have the we got to have not the dirty dozen the solid the solid dozen i like it we're gonna have a really good dozen eggs yep so. uh we would uh talk to our best friend but he failed us by not sending in nick reeds but we still love you um so let's bring in the the solid seven so far solid seven and and do are jeopardy Here we go. Bearing walls should not be offset more than blank from the supporting or girder below. A, one feet. B, zero feet. C, one beam length. D, one joist depth. Bearing walls should not be offset more than blank from the supporting wall below or the girder below. A, one feet. B, zero feet. C, one beam length. D one Joyce depth. Okay, what do we got, people? Hold them up, hold them high. D D D C. It is D. So if here's your bearing wall and your <coughs> depth is this much, you can be that far away. Think about forces, trace them in arcs. Makes sense. I'll show you the picture here in this code checkbook uh, for all of you in the inside the firm. Uh, question two, can you notch in the middle one third of a beam? A, yes. B, no. C, yes. As long uh, as it is one third of the depth. D, yes. As long as Johnny Depp, known for his role in Pirates of the Caribbean, Arr. determines the depth. What was your favorite Pirates of the Caribbean? The first one, that's the rule. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only one I've seen. Okay, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Yes. Four? C. C and C. The answer is no. You can't notch. You can bore. Yes. You can't notch. That was a beautiful A-R-E question. Did anybody get it right? No. Nope. Dang it. Guys. But does it make sense now? You can't notch into it, but you can bore. Yeah. Yep. So, so um, we have this code check. I'll just plug them because plug them. They're not a sponsor. Them. It's called Code Check. That's what it's called, and it's just I don't know about ten pages or so. Yeah, we Googled uh, it, or we not Googled it. We we bought a bunch on Amazon one day. It's beautiful. They're like a three or four, how many pages? About a, uh, ten, yeah. twenty pages yep. laminated. So there's the bearing wall question. So there's that, and there's the notching, bearing wall, notching. So you guys all, I, I kind of put them in drawers. So, there you go. Uh, number three, what is the tinted glass that absorbs a high percentage of solar radiation called? A, solar glass. B, tinted glass. C, a scintic glass. D, radiation glass. What is the tinted glass that absorbs a high percentage of solar radiation called? A, solar glass. B, tinted glass. C, 
actinic glass, or D, radiation glass. Glass, yeah. Got them? What do we got, boys? We have D, right? D, A, A, and A. The correct answer is C. Because they're nailing it. Actinic, actinic glass. Never even heard about that. <sighs> yeah. Hey. It sounds like something you'd make up. <laughs> that that name? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty horrible name. Um, okay. Four. What is the process of deepening an existing foundation for uh, or building a new foundation for an existing building called? A. Foundation extension. B. Underpinning. C. Extending the foundation. D. Foundation remodel. This one's tricky. I'll admit that. They're all tricky. Need it again, Ross? No? Okay. B, 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 and B. They all got it right. Nice. So but, who but some only one person got one other question correct. I two. Two? Yeah, I okay. Three twos. Tiebreaker coming on up. This is the lightning round. You guys know the rules of the game. The first one to put up the correct answer wins. So these are bearing stud walls. Uh, what percentage can you notch into a bearing stud wall? One third, zero. 25% is correct. And Ross is your winner. So Not thank you, winner. everyone, for listening. If you want to listen to these beautiful golden voices, go to RevitRocketship.com, where not only you can listen to them, you will learn Revit. So it's like a side benefit of learning Revit by just listening to us. Um, money back guaranteed. A lot of professionals use it, so check it out. If you, uh, for some reason, we're still at 73 five-star ratings on iTunes, and it's bugging the heck out of me. So if you are on your iPhone, I just want you to click on the Inside the Firm podcast, right? And then you just scroll down, and then there's your ratings and reviews, and there's a bunch of stars. And if those stars aren't filled in, well, then you just hit you just hit the far right one, and that one will, that one will leave us five stars, and then you can leave us a nice message. And if you do that, take a Lance screenshot. Lance Cycle will call you if you are the 75th person. Put, somehow get us your phone number, akg at f9productions.com. Lance Cycle will personally there you call go. you. There you go. Thank you. That's what he will do. Okay, we'll talk to you next week.